Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Lavity Barantini, welcome back to the podcast. Hello, everyone. It's been a while. It's been a while. Thank you for having me. Thank you for taking the time to record this oh, podcast. It's my absolute pleasure. It is. I missed this. Ten uh, o'clock. This well, has been. This has been a while. I know because you said you didn't want to be on the podcast. Anymore. No, I didn't necessarily say that way. I just <laughs> thought that would it be good to take a moment. You know, you you need to. I think so too. It's also like a lot of. God damn it. Part of my own. It's a lot of, I think it should be something that's more sporadic and makes it more special. Life. That's how life usually works. Do you want to fill anybody or everybody in on what's you've been working on? Well, we are working on opening a new store after almost three years in our little previous location. I only went to that previous location, what, under 10 times? Under 10 times. Because it was small and I Talking didn't... about making, making a special. <laughs> I didn't... Just confirm my... I didn't want to be in your space. I really miss... I mean, I'm looking forward to to this new space and... I feel like I'll be at the, the new space a lot. I enjoy a lot. I, I, mean, I mean, I love what I do and I love the idea of waking up and getting ready and I have my little commute and... I go there and it's a great way to also divide your personal life and your job and what you do. Way too often I feel that we kind of like cross that that line. So it's refreshing. It's It really helps me. It's, it, it really helps my mental shape. And When you didn't have a store, you and it, you were just working from home and days were pretty depressing, you would still have a full routine as if you were going to an office. And I always, yeah, really I, had to. I had to, yeah. it's very important, you know, sometimes we don't realize that, that how much it, the impact of what we do has on our life. Like for source. instance, even walking back home, the first thing that I always do is taking off the clothes of that I've been having all day because somehow those clothes carries your day with you, the day with you. So yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I've been extremely focused on it. All of our resources. <laughs> our, our this has been a shit show, left everyone. A few it has been, been a fucking. In this. Everything has been a lot. 
Like he had to go, he consults for another brand and he had to go out of town the week that we had to move out of this store. We bought really, every... That, that already itself is a formal stretch. You know, I think, sorry if I interrupt you, but I wanted to, I had this lovely interview a few days ago with this, with somebody that I really respect. I think there is not enough, like people don't talk enough about what it takes to build uh, a company and the difference between building a brand and building a business. What's behind that? I think people don't have enough tools. Everybody is, is focused on how to do it. And, but I don't know how many really understand what it takes. You know, it's like the famous phrase that says everybody wants to go, uh, what it was, everybody wants to buy, wants to be a hero. I have no clue. Everybody wants to go to hell. But there is something like, you know, like, I think, yeah, I think, I think there are not enough information about build, to build something. Well, it's fucking hard. I just always say like, oh my God, it's so hard. But that takes the form of a million different things, whatever. I don't want to talk about anything stressful the store is magnificently beautiful it looks fucking fantastic i think even if we did have financing for the brand to have someone help us with the store i think we would still be this hands-on i agree i think we'll always be this hands-on just because we want things to feel like a home like the store truly feels like someone's house it feels like an extension of our home it feels super cozy and special and it's going to be a big hangout. I also think people always think like, oh, at the end of this is when it's going to get easy. It's like, no, actually like the lead up to this has been really challenging and running this thing is going to be really challenging. You're going to have a lot of people like retail is so fascinating because like a lot of people go into a store just to see the store and like talk to people and learn what's going on. And it's a lot of dealing with people who are all not necessarily like customers. It's just a lot all the time. It's a lot of personalities. It's a lot of talking. It's exhausting. And so I think now that you have an employee, you have a boundary. A lot of energy is and I think I would like to be in there a lot to like have those conversations with people that are more interested in the brand, but not necessarily interested in buying something. So I could be that buffer for you, which would feel... I do it gracefully and with with a lot of love and a lot of passion. Sometimes it's hard for people to understand, exactly for visitors and for visitors that eventually become clients to understand that might not be necessarily always affordable, but that's the job in a sense. Of course, having your presence and we have this employee now and we're going to have some more help from Italy, visit like for the month. It does help. I, I had to look for what I was trying to say before. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Oh, it's, a yeah. famous, <laughs> it's a famous phrase that I couldn't remember. But yeah, it's, I feel blessed. It's been beautiful to build this other space. The neighbors are so uh, excited. The neighbors are very exciting. People are so excited. It, it took a minute for me to, to break into the neighbor. I'm, I was a little bit out. Yeah, of, they thought he was a bad boy. For out us. of the neighbor standards. But I kept explaining to Davide. <laughs> he'd be like, they're looking at me and they think this and they're complaining. And I was like, okay, you showed up in like a beanie and like baggy clothes. You're smoking a cigar outside you drove a motorcycle there like this is like a very 
this street is like... I was trying to promote this European <laughs> way of living. This but... particular neighborhood is very like We, we got six. The city of San Marino got several calls from different individuals. <laughs> they compl- no, but listen, to this. they complained because they couldn't see it through the window. Yeah, because they already so blocked the off workers, the window. So the workers, like, we put the blinds of the window, which is pretty standard. Very with, standard. With, building a space you know like it's not necessarily the most i think i found out who it is but several people did it i know but i think the main culprit is like a little old lady who has a store across the street yeah. that she's not even in yeah and the funny parts of it is that we then covered the facade because you know but again like you know we were in my have lunch break in front of it to keep things more dignified to keep things more clear Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You've all heard me talk about Parallel at great length because it's such a huge part of my life. First and foremost, for context, Parallel is the first and only OBGYN-founded vitamin offering targeted daily vitamin packs for every stage of a woman's hormonal life, from supporting your menstrual cycle to trying to get pregnant into pregnancy through postpartum and into early motherhood. And if you're not even close to any of those things, they just have a great daily women's multi They work with the best team of world-class doctors and leading experts to review all of their products and formulas. And you know what? Parallel is not just a prenatal anymore. They just launched the most epic product that I have been talking about nonstop since it launched. It's called the Cycle Sync Support Pack. This is a game changer. We've been talking about cycle syncing on this podcast. I'm not kidding for what, three years now. And most menstrual products really only offer targeted symptom relief for your period. But Parallel Cycle Support Pack is made to sync with your cycle. It supports your entire cycle. So literally you take a supplement every single day and it can prevent or ease side effects like bloating, mooniness, and fatigue. Your menstrual cycle, as we all know, has these four phases. And as your hormones shift through the cycle, so do your body's needs. So this is giving you a one, two, three punch of everything. You have ironies, bloat relief, PMS support. It's all designed to move with your cycle and ease all of those side effects so you can restore balance to your cycle and restore balance to your life. Your only job is to just take the pack every day. I'm currently taking the conception pack. 
Also, as a pre-prenatal, that bundles all the vitamins I need to prepare my body for pregnancy and support my fertility. And I would truly be nothing without the PCOS support. That has completely, completely eliminated all of my PCOS symptoms. It's truly unbelievable. Exclusively for our Everything is the Best listeners, Parallel is offering a free gift with purchase. The first 100 people to use this code will receive a free urinary tract support powder when you buy Parallel's conception support pack or cycle support pack. So just head to Parallel.co, that's P-E-R-E-L-E-L.co, and use code PIA podcast to get your free gift. How do I ask my boss for a raise? I'm so jealous of my coworkers' promotion. I just don't know what to do. Is there a good way to brag about my accomplishments? Careers are complicated, and there are so many hush-hush topics we're told we can't talk about. That's why you have the Career Contessa podcast. I'm your host, Lauren McGoodwin, and each week I'm joined by experts to help you overcome your workplace woes with actionable advice that you can use today. Subscribe to the Career Contessa podcast and make progress in your career every Tuesday. Three months in, which has been uh, more or less what has been taking us to build this space. It's a space that Davide had wanted for so long. Yeah. This really sweet woman owns the building and she's had it for what, 20 years, Davide? 30, 30 years. 30 years. Yeah. And she used to import furniture from, I think she even said like Denmark. She yeah, used, she to, an antique she used to import antiques from Europe. And had this beautiful store that had been there for a long time. And she ran it with her husband. A lot of this stuff was in, you know, magazines. And then it kind of turned into more of like a gift shop. And then her husband passed away. And after he passed away five years ago, she would only kind of open it during the holidays. And then the last holiday, she didn't open it all. And so we had just had this eye on the space. And we would call someone like on behalf of her and be like, can we please rent it? And he was like, you know, she's just not ready. It was it, the space. Well, it was it was beginning of 2021 when I first. Yeah. Oh my God. And I first saw the space. And she was really, she's attached to the space for a million reasons. This is her second home. She has a million memories there. She shares a lot of memories there with her husband and just like, wasn't quite ready to give it up. And we were going to move into another space and like last minute kind of like things started to get a little like funky with that space, just in terms of like layout and spacing. And we were like, man, maybe we're kind of like squeezing into a space. We need like a bigger space. And then we called like one last time to check on the other one. And then like finally the guy called back and he was like, she is willing to meet you guys. And so I knew once she met us face to face and felt like saw our intentions and saw what Davide does and how talented he is and how sweet he is and that she would just love him. And she did. She just, you know, she, I think she also loves that. Like I'm from Pasadena. She loves Italy. She loves what you do. She loves craftsmanship. And she was really excited to give us the space. And we are just totally honored and we feel like indebted to make it the most beautiful thing ever in her honor. Really? Absolutely. The space is lovely. Space is beautiful. I mean, it's magnificent. It feels so good in there. And what's interesting is that when we signed the lease, we Pia first met this lovely woman. And I remember being out of the city and the broker finally called and it's like, she's ready to have a coffee with you guys. And Pia was in town. So Pia catapulted <laughs> herself to San Marino, had a coffee with her. And, and Pia... 
I remember when you come and say, I told her, wait for you to meet my husband. <laughs> so then I meet Dinah finally. Her name is Dinah. And we had a lovely talk and, and we felt very connected. And she told me about her husband and I don't want to get emotional. It was a very beautiful story. And she told me about almost every single piece in there. And we are so, we were so focused in all, we were so excited and, we didn't really check the place and the place was packed with stuff and you know christmas decor and it was like august and <laughs> no ac was so hot in there we once we saw the space empty i still remember the first week that we got the key we insured the space and we got and i remember waking up early and going to see you know to visualize the space empty i remember looking at it and and thinking like wow i, I might just this is going to be, this is going to be a stretch. <laughs> I remember looking out at the sun and then you and Carmela came later to visit me. It was 6 a.m. And the first thing I did, like almost when you buy an old car and you, the first thing you do, you wash it to just to check what, what's going on. And I remember hosting like outside the boat, you know, the back uh, yard and the front porch and I'm cleaning inside and was this laminated floor on it and the ceiling, the dry ceiling was falling apart. And I remember the bathroom was in a rough shape and some stuff hanging. And I remember being like, wow, and now what do I do? Like <laughs> it was this white box and it literally was this white box about five times the location that I, that our previous location. And it felt very intimidated for a long time to me. And I couldn't really, I remember the first thing we did the floor and we cleaned up the floor. We had to really do heavy duty, heavy lifting to, to bring this floor back. And then we did the wall and then we started to work on the, you know, details and then started moving the furniture in and little by little started moving the mannequin in and, and magically it, it's incredible how in my mind I knew exactly how I wanted the space to be. We have this fire pit, this fireplace with this frame. It's not a real fine fireplace, but it's very charming. And I remember that when I saw it the first time through the window was installed in a different position. Like it was the previous owner had her in a different position. And I remember first thing that I asked her is like, you can collect everything, but I would really like it to keep the fireplace. And she gave it to me. And the first thing I did at the Sunday, I moved the, to the position that I wanted the fireplace to be. This space used to be originally divided in two. It was two different stores. So we found, once we, we went a little deeper on the floor, we found that a toilet was installed like closer to the door. It was, it's been a very interesting journey, but I was trying to say it's like, it's beautiful how when things materialize, the things that have been in your mind for so long materialize and, and that's something that it's really rewarding. It makes me very happy every time that I can experience that. I mean, it's magical to see an empty space transform into what you want it to be. It's just been an absolute... I appreciate it. Thank you. Goddamn joy. This is going to be so fun. Thank this you. This is just the beginning. I'm starting to be concerned that that might be the thing that I enjoy the most. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the whole process, you know, like, the bar, everything. Is Same way I was doing in my previous job. But I really like it to, yeah, I find a lot of joy in, in that. And and to find, to to wrap up the, today also got our 
Christmas tree, and I'm very happy about it. The Christmas tree for the store. Yes, that's correct. It's a 12-foot Christmas tree. Oh, my God. Big boy Christmas Are you serious? Tree. Yes, I am. And in the previous location, we had a nine-foot Christmas tree, which already fell. Absolutely gigantic for the place. I remember I had to bring a bench out of the space <laughs> and bring a mannequin upstairs, only having a little chair in there because otherwise it would not fit. But now I have the space and I'm installing this magnificent. Tomorrow we're going to put it together. I'm very excited about it. Thank you for giving me the space to talk about this. And Of course, it's a huge it. part of our lives. I mean, I appreciate it. we sound like drained and exhausted because the last Because we week, are drained yeah. and exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's 10 p.m. and I'm recording this podcast. We have, yeah, we're like relaunching Baroncini. You know, between that's also something that I'm very excited about. Me too. We're completely relaunching that, like building that from the ground up, like redesigning the tin, launching the smaller tin, like wait, like we're going launching more pantry items. We are developing all of our home goods. We're gonna raise money for that in the next month and a half. And so like the management of Okay, Dominic needs this for inventory. Like we're flying someone out from Milan for the opening and he's going to stay here with us. He's Carmela's Godfathers. It's about to get so fucking Italian. It's in about here. to get very bad. Like Antonino does not speak a lot of English and like chain smokes and like has a pressed button down, unbuttoned to his belly button and like drinks more espresso than you do. And he's the fucking best and he's gorgeous. And he's single ladies, actually. Oh my God. He's going to be like very on charming. a rampage. Yeah. In the very charming little boy. He's there's charming, charming shit. Love so we were him. like organizing, getting him out. We have to get so many various like items from Italy here, which the logistics of that have been exhausting. We didn't no, it's have fine. It's, like, like, sorry if I interrupt you, but like often it feels like that we share so much. But then when I think about the all, even with Baroncini, and we share nothing. We really share a marginal part of no, what this is what I talk about all the time do. when people being judgmental, fucking uh, cunts. We Sorry. might on the person on the internet. I'm like, you're actually, seeing actually, yeah. one mil, like literally. If I post like no, 10 have, stories no, in a day, for, to post yeah. 10 minutes of fucking 24 hours of the day and to think that you have any idea, beside what we the do all day long, there would be a full other, like, like last week. I saw yesterday the water, was crazy. I saw the water guy and I was like, he's driving away and I hold the back of a truck. Like, I'm like, <laughs> you hit the trick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you because the address like, to the turn on the water in Davide's store is a different address to the, which we fucking had to learn the hard way. Ooh, I still have to set up the account for that. Don't forget. We got to transfer over the phone number. Like we don't have any employees to do all these like little things. And then we have Baroncini, and then I have the podcast, and then I have LPA. But the water is set, and only open in the water. Yeah, but I, we have to create an account. Oh, I thought it was done. No, I, I got to go online and like register an account the, so they can start to bill us. The, it is a part. <laughs> and so. then we have to do, and then Baroncini, like we have, like yesterday was so crazy because, and I haven't been able to exercise because we just wake up and it's just like the day just goes like, it's like, okay, we got to get Carmela to school. I've been very diligent not to throw you out. You've been so good. I mean, we go together a lot, but like you being able to take her has just been, I've, I got to go on a walk today. Which, about um, 
the daily activity, physical activity. Oh, you well, been, Davide works out at midnight or 11 p.m. Been helping me a lot. Or he wakes up at four. Like, I'm just too tired. I don't have the... Have to. I yeah. Mean, no, it's, it's by the way, it's helped with your mental health significantly. Definitely. You've been in Definitely. a much better mood. And then, uh-huh. you know, oh my gosh, it's Nutella. I was wondering where you were. Is that Telly Belly Telly Belly? We spent a lot of time today. Yeah, Telly Belly. Together. And then, we like, all my affiliate stuff and my website stuff and then that. And, man, I mean, I there's so many things I can't talk about. So we've just been busy and it's all good stuff. I don't want to be, like, a busy bragger, but it's been a lot. No, yeah. I don't, I don't like being that either. Okay. I think we both love what we do and we are absolutely Okay, I need these dogs and, to not fight right now because bless and it's all wonderful. We're really excited. We have a lot of ideas in our head and being able to bring them to reality. You know what? That's something that, Can I that's tell you something, something that I would like to say. Even, yeah, we work very hard and we are extremely privileged. But we have a lot of things that I wish we could come to fruition in an easier way. I text the wife of a very successful, I don't want to name any names, but we have a friend who has a very successful brand. And I text his wife yesterday. We were talking about something else. And I said, hey, I just want to remind you of the time. I think it was like, I'm not kidding. It was like 10 years ago. I said, hey, I've always, I always want to tell you this. And I always forget. David and I are are in the thick of it, doing a lot for the store and our businesses. And it's very high highs and very low lows. And I remember when you were at our friend's house, probably 10 years ago, having a really tough moment with your husband and finances and work stuff. And I always reference that moment to remind myself that we are going to be great because you guys have far surpassed great a long time ago. And she said, it's hard and it feels like the biggest gamble. In some ways it is. At the same time, you just know it's what you have to do. And if it doesn't land exactly how you see fit, it's because it's leading you to somewhere greater. Finances are a real thing, but you guys will always be able to figure that part out. As challenging as it can be sometimes, believe me, I know this shit is real. Some people just have it in them to get shit done. And you're one of them. Anything Davide touches that you deeply believe in will work or lead you to what does. And it's beauty. It's soul. Not to be overly emotionally emotional or naive about the cost of it all. Guys, I also want to talk about when we talk about money, running a company like it's I'm not talking about like and I deal with this with every single one of our friends who has a brand. Like the biggest challenge of being an entrepreneur is finding money for inventory. Can and I you can't use the, equity capital for that because you will go bankrupt. Can I, can I actually and if say, you borrow the wrong money, you will go bankrupt. And if you bring the wrong people into the business. You will lose your fucking mind. <laughs> can I actually say that I'm glad you said that because it, what the saddest part of all pro- the entire process, you know, come from coming from Europe, coming from Italy specifically, I always saw, I always look at America like land of opportunity, land of this, and it's true. There is, there is so much that you can do here, and you can really be whatever you want to be here. And this is a capitalist country, and this is a country that was built on entrepreneurial like individuals. It is so hard. For a, especially for a creative mind or for anybody that wants to think a little bit out of the box or a little bit like without money, you can't do that much. Yeah. It's sad to say you can be 
very creative. You have to really find your way in. But once you hit the wall that define what you do based on what you what your resources are, it's probably that's the part that I struggled. We most. didn't know anything. Like we know a lot of people who are entrepreneurs, but we're not in a circle. We're in a circle of creative people on the entrepreneur, but we don't have financial conversations with people. Like what I know now is that when Giaia started, we could have taken out an SBA loan for $250,000, which is double what we fucking raised. And we wouldn't have had to deal with the disaster that we're dealing with our first investors. And we would own a hundred fucking percent of our company. Like we only raised a hundred thousand dollars when we started, we would have had double that more than double. Like, so I just think it's about really like understanding how you're going to get money and how you're eventually going to pay that back. And for the lowest interest rate with the best terms and then knowing like what other people that you want to bring in and what their expectations are like, anyway, finish this message. Yeah. Without going too deep on the details, it's like when people tell you, Oh, I wish I, I wish like I could think at 20, like I think today, or I wish I could approach things at 20, like I'm approaching things today. And that's impossible. And the only way you have to do it to make figure mistakes. things out is to make But mistakes. you know what's crazy is like when we have conversations with people where we're like, fuck, we need $150,000 for inventory. And we made this like really bad deal with everybody has a way worse story than us. I heard that a lot of. Just but like, then you hang oh, up, we're then in a good spot. <laughs> but then you, hang, then you hang up and you're like, hold on. What's the degree of how this should make how good this should make me feel i know <laughs> because i'm like okay so like we talked to someone yesterday and we were like you know, we need 100 or no we talked to, and i talked to someone else this morning i was like do yeah we need like you know x amount for inventory and she was like yeah we had to borrow four million dollars yesterday and i was like what like oh no, but that's God. everybody and then the guy yesterday we had this call with this that other, guy had the, the craziest like, well story. yeah this company that we helped like had 26 million dollars yeah this I'm is like, like by the way this how is a do big, you collect 26 this is a big company dollars. that we all follow uh, on instagram and think is super successful and like this company was gonna go buy that company and realize that like they have debt that they're like never gonna get out and it was like a hundred million dollars in debt yeah, or something. 20, like 20, it was fucking crazy 26 million dollars debt i think they said they were spending or whatever it was it's fucking millions of fucking of money, yeah. stupid dollars. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to finish the rest of this. $300,000 marketing a month. She, yeah, what? Okay. She said not to be overly emotional or naive about the cost of it all, but the real value is how you guys see the world. It's just about where you want to be and what you feel led to, where you want to go together. There's nothing like it. You lead and you lead and your customers will follow if they because you love the products and they will love them too. This is super long-winded, but you caught me at an emotional time on our end. I'm thankful for all of it. I'm thankful for the whole process and what it's done for my husband and my family. Isn't that great? It really is. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Revolve is truly the number one retail e-commerce experience. What's better than Revolve? I mean, if you have an event, if you have a vacation, if you have a party, if you have a bridal shower, if you have a baby shower, if you just need to spruce up your wardrobe, if you need to spruce up your beauty drawer, you're going to Revolve.com because they have 500 plus brands spanning high-end, emerging, and exclusive labels in fashion, beauty, and now home goods. They consistently offer the latest and most sought after items. They have the most seamless online shopping experience, personalized product recommendations, curated edits and collections for every style. They have new arrivals daily and truly the customer service is so fantastic. And that is why I've been so honored to have a brand with them for almost a decade because I know that you're really getting an elite experience. And Outside of the clothes, like Revolve Beauty truly has the best selection of beauty products, which, by the way, are great for holiday stocking stuffers this season. They have brands like Charlotte Tilbury, Summer Fridays, Kosas, Elements, so many more. And Revolve Man is where I get a lot of the gifts for the men in my lives and forward men's. Like I get something special from Davide every year. From forward. If you didn't know Forward, it's Revolve's sister site. And it really is like one of the best destinations for all things luxury. Every luxury item that I have was purchased from Forward because they really have the best buy. They have Bottega Veneta, St. Laurent, the Row, Ferragamo, Mew Mew, and more, but they just have the best curated selection of those collections. And like I said before, there really isn't any better customer service experience, shipping experience. There isn't an easier return process. Revolve always delivers with the hottest styles and free and fast two-day shipping and returns. If you visit revolve.com slash Pia, you can shop all my favorites for all your upcoming plans this holiday season. That's R-E-V-O-L-V-E dot com slash P-I-A. Okay. I want to get into these questions. Oh my God, this is so funny. Have you trained the dogs? <laughs> what makes you think that they're not trained? <laughs> Chi-Chi personality was just... Chi-Chi can walk without a leash He was anymore. just born with it. He was just born with it. Chi-Chi was born with it. Nutella is, for the most part, a great dog. <laughs> Nutella is all our mistake. He was born with it. Nutella just happened to be our mistake. Like, Nina is a perfect angel fault. who just wants to go on walks and hang out by herself. Nina She's an old lady. Soul, She's yeah. special. She's deaf and, like, old. And so she... But Nina's really funny because she, 
as she's just like very simple. She's not looking for like a deep connection. She like will hang out with someone for a second and, and she'll pop off dog. and like a dog's dog. go to somebody else and like just want some pets from there. And then she wants to go sleep by herself. Chi Chi is I, like I think Nina would be down to even sleep outside. Like Nina is yeah, very cool tell, with she sleeps wrapped in a cashmere blanket. But yeah, if she had to like sleep outside. It's not figuratively. <laughs> no, she's literally, literally wrapped in a cashmere blanket as we speak. And then Nutella is, I mean, the whatever mistake, if you want to call it, that we made with her, especially being a large breed dog, is that I have created, like, as I'm laying here, I have my toes intertwined with hers. It's like, actually true. There is no boundary with her. And so she can get, like, the issues with her are, you know, she jumps on people, she gets too close, and she's starting to get, like, a little protective of me. And she'll kill someone for me if I ask to when we're outside on the walk. You guys are very bonded. We're very, very bonded. But I'll tell you this. What I did the same thing with them, but I'll they listened to us fucking intently. Like, I had her off-leash at, like, a big park today when no one was around and no other dogs. And when I make one little noise, she's right by my side. As soon as I see someone, even, like, a mile away, I put her back on a leash. Like, I'm not that person. But, like... together. Yeah, she's good. She really listens. I love these dogs and every dog will always sleep in my bed until... I think there is a very good mutual respect between... I think so too. ...between us, you know. And we spend a lot of time with them, which I think that's what makes dogs Mm -hmm. very special. We each have a different... She goes with Davide to work a lot, but Nutella comes like... Nutella goes on walks with me and walks with me and the baby. Today we went My mom takes to, Nina on a walk. Today we went together to pick up the Christmas tree yeah, and the tire shop. And... They each have their own individual time with us. Yeah. So I think that helps. That's something that really the, 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 the dogs appreciate. Okay, you can answer this one, Davide. How do you handle each other having different social lives and work schedules? Well, lately, those, those two... Aspects of our life have been crossing often. Yeah. Also, we work with people for the most. So it's easy to basically bring the social component uh, into our businesses, which is a lovely thing. I, I feel very lucky. I feel very lucky to be able to do that and to have the space to do that as well. I think having a space, having a retail space, having a place where you can having a home like this where you can bring people in and just, I don't know. I enjoy that crossing. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't bother me. I spend time with people I love. I work with people I love. And I love my clients. I love the people that are that surround our life. I f- it doesn't, I mean, sometimes, of course, it's not always a, a walk in the park, but for the most, it's something that makes me very happy. I'm, I'm extremely grateful for actually for that. And then with us, like if the question was like, how do we balance it with like our relationship? I mean, we just, we talk all day long. We, yeah. We communicate like all day about. But I also feel that we are good at having our, you know, like, like I think we're good at every, first of all, let me, let me articulate this a little bit more. I think we're very good at letting each other being ourself totally i think there is a deep and it starts from a deep understanding of and knowing who we are like we each other know each other and we know exactly what 
we understand each other. Mutually, there is a mutual respect and understanding, deep mutual respect and understanding. And with that comes also, like a few weeks ago, I had a very, had a very tough day and I am very vocal, not only vocal, but like body-wise, it's really, you know, when you come back home and we talk a lot, we always, with dinner, we don't have dinner with TV, like yeah. every moment that we share, even with Margaret and I'm very and happy my mom's about in that the middle too. of all the level all of communication time. in this house is very good. And a few weeks ago, I had this tough day and it was time for me to come back home. And I loved that you didn't even call me. You text me. I was like, like, how are you doing? Out of the blue. And I'm like, I am very overwhelmed right now. And you say to me, I understand. And I said to you, I'm going to watch a movie. And you said to me, I love you. As your home. Mm-hmm. It sounds like something so simple, but the, the comfort I found into be vulnerable and express my feeling and just being like, I, I really need to, movie theater allows me to kind of, kind of feel like I disappear, you know, like I don't use the phone, it's, I'm watching something, it's dark in there, there is, I don't talk to other people, I mostly go by myself. But the comfort of having you understanding that and and allow me to release what I had to release that way was I found that very very valuable. I I gotta be honest. I don't mean to sound like I think we are extremely lucky to be able to. I mean, it's a consequence where we are today is a consequence of what we wanted to build life wise and professionally. So. Yeah, very thankful for it. I, I don't feel like uh, I wish I could have a little bit more time with my child, of course. Uh, but you know what? She is in school. You <laughs> take her to school. It. She now go to school. You take and... her to school almost every day. Every yeah. second you can pick her up yeah. and pick her up. She Then she has like lunch, nap. She does like either like PT or OT in the afternoons. And then you're usually home to have dinner with her. You're really yeah. good about giving her a bath when you can. If you can sneak in at least to read her a book, you do. And she looks at you like you're a fucking God. <laughs> and like, that's like what my schedule is like with my dad too. And then I do like, you know, she like comes with us to, it's funny. Like she like comes with us to the store. She like rips with us everywhere. Like she's always she's around us. So grocery shop. Or in the yeah. Morning. It's like, she's like, we're, we have, you're very, we have doing a beautiful great. life and you're doing great. Oh, this is interesting. How did you buy your parents' house? Like what were the logistics with your siblings? There didn't need to be a logistic with them because I just bought it for my mom. Like they, no it's one. Very personal question. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, nobody wanted it. But I get what people say, like parents can, like siblings can be, my siblings are in their 50s. And would it be different if Margaret say, here's the house for you guys? <laughs> yeah, she would well, have never, scenario, like but... this, like this, and, yeah, if, <laughs> if she gifted us the house, that would have been a clear issue with my siblings. No, it wasn't which a gift. She yeah. never would have done that because this house was her asset. So Also, your siblings are all pretty happy. That's what I said. They're all, nobody wants this house. Like well, none of them. None of them. Also, they all grew up differently. Like this house was purchased before I was born. Like they were between 12 and 20. And then they all had different 
moms and my brother or my one brother had a different dad. So they spent half the time here. I don't I mean, we all love this house really deeply. I just had like a deeper connection because I spent my whole life here. But also and like, these are both my parents. And then they didn't yeah. like when my I here's what I'll tell you. I have had all of them say thank you because it is a meaningful place and it's a gathering place. And so they love still feeling attached to like my dad because we still do Christmas here. I was about to say, yeah. And Davide gives my brother like my dad's seat at the head of the table. Davide is really respectful of their position in the family and makes them feel, but all my siblings are very, I'm not shocked, but they go out of their way to say, this is your house. Like they really respect that. I I think also the way this house is built and the way this house is a beautiful house. Uh, When it's a home, when it's filled with people, uh, it just feels for some reason, it's almost designed to be occupied by a larger amount of people. Yeah. Like it's not a gigantic house, but the way it's divided and the outdoor space. But it's also uncomfortable because the kitchen gets really small, it gets really but, but everybody hot. Everybody loves to be around the island. There is something yeah. about. There's no like open floor plan. So but, it gets like really hot and crowded in the yeah, kitchen. Like, and that's almost yeah. like a fun that it gets uncomfortable. Yeah. But what, what I got to say, since the beginning, when we decided that this was the plan, our future plan. Which was an accident, by the way. This literally. was decided like my dad dropped dead. Um, and my mom right away was like, I can't take care. Of, I can't do the, like the house by myself. And we didn't even talk about it. Like my lease was up in Venice two months later. and We just moved in here without a large longer plan like yeah, we were just yeah. like this is but good what i was for about right to say is that since that time the nature of the place never changed this, yeah. this still feels like your siblings house they still drive in they oh, we never change you know like the yeah clothes, my nephew just gates, like walks in they yeah. all walks in and it means a lot uh, to the grandkids because, yeah. you know, your grandparents' house is important to you. And we didn't alterate the, the nature of the place that much. We kind of preserved it. Yeah. Like we yeah, we it just made it more. It doesn't. Efficient, yeah. but we never, you know, like it feels pretty much when I remember when I came here first time visiting you in 2016. And I remember I was so in love with this place and. We went to a walk with your mom and the dogs and and we were having coffee and I'm carrying this coffee mug, which was like, wow. Like, and I'm wearing <laughs> like, I think it was like your dad's sweatpants. Or like, yeah, you were wearing my dad's sweatpants um, because I didn't think we had planned we on sleeping planned over sleeping here. Over. And I was walking around. I'm like, wow, this neighbor is beautiful. And I remember very clearly telling you like, I I could live here. Yeah, we and about since I've been there. here 2018, it's interesting how I've been not getting, I'm not tired of Pasadena. Like I, I go four places. I never leave like it. I love it. It just, I love this place. <laughs> my soul belongs here. It's, it's yeah, very it interesting. Yeah, I would be here. I mean, I also, I mean, I love New York. I just, there's just so much history here that to just, yeah, I mean, it feels, I, again, it was not expected, but 
we also thought just regardless, like, okay, if we move in here and then we start taking over the payments of things, we were like, my mom was like, if we sell the house, like I'll, you know, you paying the mortgage and paying the bills as an investment in something that I'll like pay you back. Like, you know, when we sell the house, I'll pay you that back. And so even logistically at the time, I was like, okay, I can pay rent and have it go towards nothing or job. And we had so much, I was like, even if we sell the house, like the house had to be, there were 40 years of fucking stuff fucking everywhere. That was a little hard. And that was what was really hard. And my mom wanted to keep every tiny fucking was thing. A life was every it? drawer, every cabinet, every it's just complete chaos. It was madness. Like the garage, like I don't think you guys understand. Like when we did like that garage remodel. The before like, and after was the like my brother cried. Was, uh, like it was my dad's art studio that had oil paint for, for 40 years caked on everything. He would hammer a screw into the wall to hang up a fucking cabinet. Everything, every sprinkler, every, everything was like pieced together with like glue and a staple gun. Like my dad f- fixed everything poorly. <laughs> so it was it just. It took a minute to actually find all these little. And we knew we would have intervent. to. Intervent. It was fucking <laughs> great. That's exactly what it was. And we knew we would have to sell that if we were going to just sell the house, that all of this had to be done regardless. And it ended up really falling on us because, you know, like this is my siblings, like one of their parents' house and my dad's now dead. And so it's like three of them are, let me know if you need help, like totally. But it's like really ultimately like not their problem. And then my other brother, it was like his stepfather that died. And they, you know, it's just like, oh, like I am the product of the two of them. And so it ended up just, and they had, you know, we had no children at the time. We didn't have Carmela. And my siblings have kids in high school and college. And so they're just like, they have fully formed adult lives. So, you know, my brother Jeff, like, would come over and, like... Like, they invested so much to build the life outside of this house. Totally. It just didn't feel natural for them to even... And it didn't... And I didn't expect them to. It was very, like, if you need help, let us know. And there were days where I would be like, oh, can you come help me? And, like, my brother Peter, like, he's in the Navy. And he, like, comes home and is, like, loves to see the upgrades. And he, like, saw the garage and was like, I feel really bad that I turned, like, my guest room in to an office because he and his wife like usually come and stay here and I really needed an office. We don't have a guest room right now. And now we don't have a guest room and hopefully we'll build my mom a guest house. Like that's our goal, you know, is to build her a guest house so we can open up because it's, I really always want a, a room here for everyone to stay. Like, but even like my girlfriend slept over here the other night on the couch and Tonino's going to sleep in Carmela's room. We'll bring her crib up there and there's a bed in her room. So we'll sleep in which I, feel I also think that bad, I but... also think that you compared to your sibling, what you brought uh, into the picture was that you decided to come back home. Totally. You actually left early, mm-hmm. built a life elsewhere, and then decided to be back. I'll tell you this too. There is, there is a I had a very different relationship very with my dad than my siblings did. 
No, my, no, for sure. But like, like my dad was know. tough and not, and it's mm. not like they didn't love him as much as I did. I'm the youngest and I was able like to like, I wasn't that scared of my, like they had, like my dad was like mm-hmm. really rough on them yeah, yeah and had like amazing. four of them here at the same time. And they would test the boundaries and my dad would get really mad and he'd be really strict. We're like, he was much older when he had me. It, there was a, just like a much different, and they were all in love with him and so obsessed with him too, of course. But there was just, there's just this deeper relationship that you have when you're the youngest because you just ultimately like can sometimes just like get, get more time with that parent, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so I ultimately felt like I'm responsible but, but, for this house yeah. and, and my parents as a unit because I'm the only one from the two. But again, the power of deciding to be back, I think, is something very important. It's something that moves. Yeah, I mean, it was my gut feeling that there was something was going that my dad. I mean, I remember leaving New York and being like, I love New York so much. I don't really want to leave here. But like my dad's getting older. And whenever he was in the hospital, I was there every fucking day. And then I would sleep at the house with my mom. So she wasn't sleeping here alone. I had this very intense draw to make sure she wasn't alone, to take care of her. Like, and they had like, you know, they would like pop into the hospital, of course, to be like super helpful. But then they also had like kids that they would have to pick up from school and take, you know, they had like more of a life. And so I was able to like, you know, I would spend weekends here and, it just was totally different. So I definitely felt more like this was my responsibility and there's been no animosity. There's been like nothing but total respect. And like my brothers come over here for dinner. We had both of them over here with their wives last week. We had just like the best time. And like, we're hosting everybody here for Christmas. Like we do every single year, like both sides of the family and my mom's whole family. You know, it's just... It feels great. Like one of my nephews feels like a little lost for Christmas this year. And he's like, can we go there? Like he wants to go there. His girlfriend's from Australia. She's going to like, it's always like this motley crew of so many people. It's nice. It's really special. Yes, it is. And the next question is just funny. is like, how do you keep intimacy with a shared life in public and live with your mom? But the, so when my dad bought this house, it was very cheap and it was one floor it was one story and then they added on a top floor in like like not directly on top in like the shape of an l and the top floor is the primary bedroom so we are very far away from everybody else yeah, it, downstairs it kind of feels like another house he designed it that way so he could have an intimate listen, relationship with my listen, mother i'm not going to lie certain days you know if you yeah, my mom fucking lives here. The line cross. We can't walk around naked you know, or like, like, yeah. We can't like fuck on I, the couch. I don't like to say compromise, but there is for sure a, a line of we had to build. I think intimacy, I don't mean to sound very dramatic and I don't mean to sound like, I think intimacy is not a place, but it's more of a. I agree. Of a moment. Yeah, and it's in our mind, and we build it. I I can be intimate with you under under a blanket. It, it it's so like, yeah. I think that if you really want to, when we are younger, usually when you're at a young age, at college, like high school or college, you, you always find your intimacy in the most, you know, maybe the <laughs> car. I'm not only talking about necessarily like physical moments with your partner but like the intimacy of 
doing something that you like is might be going to the movie might be going to a walk at night might be going to a park might be going to a grocery shop it's intimate like it it, it can be expressed in so many different times sometimes we after dinner we jump in the car and we go to grab i don't know an ice cream and that's our moment and we sing in the car and we eat the ice cream and we hold each other hand. It's it's that you have to exercise. The, I have to, to say that why that, this like, works is really, like what Davide does it. This is not like a good or a bad thing. This is just Davide's personality. And I actually realized this a lot from like TikTok, like watching other couples. Davide is not one of those like dudes that's like, let's fuck right now. Like it's not like this constant like animalistic in this like weird way where it's like I'm horny like let's just do this right now like we're also we are on a stage of our life where I know but I actually think a lot of people no, are like wise, this like age wise we I get think. we feel so connected to it like our love language is like it could be the him grabbing me and kissing me or like grabbing my like there's just this constant show of affection between the two of us that's very romantic like all the time like we kiss and touch each other all day and in front of my mom, like you every day, like my mom always is like giggling because Davide's over me going like, I love you so much. I live for you. And like kissing me like that's extremely intimate. My parents were always would it be possible. What I was trying to say with the age, would it be possible to be in a situation like this at, at, in our 20s? I doubt. Would it be, you, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think also this situation uh, aligns with where we are in life today. And it uh, was hard when we were like newlyweds. Oh, yeah. It, correct. It was a little hard that actually. But when, my mom is also somebody who would be like, you guys should take the upstairs room. Like, sex was very normalized in this house. My parents were always kissing, always holding hands, always like, slapping each other's butts, like always showing how much they loved each other. And they would close the door to this bedroom and the door downstairs coming up. To, like it, we couldn't just walk into their room. This was a sanctuary that you need that. Like if the door was closed, like I had to be bleeding to come in here. Like it was very. So I think when you grow up in that way, like my mom would be very cognizant of being like, do you guys want me to go somewhere for the weekend? Or like, do you guys want to go somewhere for the weekend? Or like, which is almost like awkward <laughs> in itself. But she definitely. Before moving, moving up here, which by the way, took about a year. We were staying in this room downstairs. That was bad. Sunday morning. <laughs> we had a window behind <laughs> us. When Sunday morning we were making love and your brother pulled in with this truck and like, he had like four Full people speed, in the car with him. Four people in the car. Like strangers, like his friends. And I remember being like, this can just work. This can be like. Because behind us was the window and then outside that room, that first bathroom, like his friends were using that bathroom and then someone was talking out, like there's two doors that go into that. So we're like, we were literally in the middle of like a very intimate moment and we were surrounded by all sides. And it was like my brother was like on his way somewhere and like stopped in. Like he was going camping with a bunch of friends. And they like stopped in to say hi to my mom and like pee. And then they all left. And I remember like walking outside uh -huh. and looking at my mom and being like, 
I think we need to figure out our sleeping arrangements. Um, I, have, I want to say something because I think what I found in this three question very common about the dogs, about how we buy the house and how we live. I think what this question has in common is that, like, you know, people look at our life and, you know, there is a lot of people that follow us or they follow what we do and they support what we do that are in an age where they're trying to figure out things, right? So they're trying to understand how can I land on something that looks like that, or that feels like that, or that aesthetically or whatever is the case, look like that. And it's absolutely legit. And I understand the process. We've been there. Right? But and what I want to say is this, that beside the final result that you might see today, everything at this point of our life is the result of almost a decade of work in any kind, personal, professional, and from a relation perspective. We did arrive in a point of our relation where we are now capable to express and to love each other and to communicate with each other in a certain way and to find each other in a certain way. We only now have the tools to live with our, yeah. with your mother and to share the space with our kid. And we only now live in a way that allow our pets to live with us in a certain way beside the training that the pets had. We now have the tools to work the way we work and to, to express what we express and to communicate the message of what we do through what we do. That doesn't come. What I'm trying to say, it's good for you to aspirationally look at these things and to look at our life and to figure it out. Things. All I feel responsible to say is that it takes time mm -hmm. and it takes a long time sometimes. Certain people might take a little less, but it takes time. I don't know if it makes sense what I'm trying to say, but like I found this line in common between these three questions that you just did. It, it seems random, but almost feel like How did, the same yeah. person just made the same question. It's don't look at the final result and just saying, oh, let me figure out, dog, let me figure out to live. It takes a minute. That's, it takes a minute. Justin, and, I mean, we make a lot of sacrifices. and like, We made it. Yeah. Also, it's not about only what we do, it's about what we did in the past. And Yeah, like I had saved up for like a down payment. You know, it's like even just buying the house. Like, yes, I had like saved up for a down payment and then and made good investments to be able to have a down payment, which like worked, thank God. And yeah, then in our late 30 and... Yeah, I mean, I'm almost pushing I mean, 40, no, you know. Not... And then it was like, okay... Like also too, my it was like we did the math on like what my mom would make from the house, like what an apartment would cost for her if she were to buy something. Like that would have been really expensive. Like we did take the shoes. There were so were, like, many like sure financial yeah. long term where we were like okay, and then I was like okay, you know it's a benefit for us to buy a house that we don't have to go in a bidding war over, you know. So like I would we would have. I'm sure somebody would have out, like we wouldn't have been able to afford it if we went into like a bidding war. And then it was like, there was tax reasons. Like there was just. Can you imagine no. how it would have feel if a stranger would have be betting 
in the on on the childhood. But everybody has to go through that, you know. House. Have well, yours, but like I can't imagine. It, I had that conversation with my father a week a week or so ago, and you know there is the house in Sicily where he lives, and my brother lives there, and he has. He called me like concerned about like what what's gonna be next, and Horrible. what do you think your brothers are gonna? I can't imagine how it is when just a stranger approach approach something so in. I mean, yeah, you you're right. A lot of people have to deal with it. So many of my best friends be like, dude, my parents are selling their house and me be like gutted because I'm like, I spent so much time in that house. You know, like Matt, when his parents sold the house and we sat in the basement and drank wine with his dad and told stories. And my anyway. mom came by and like, it was a death. Like, but it's like, it happens to every, listen, most people don't have a house that they live in for that long. Most people move a lot. Like most True. people, some people live in apartment building. Like, you know, the whole thing comes with just like a lot of privilege. So- there was like, you know, my dad worked really hard, like bought this house for a yeah, hundred thousand dollars and like. But there are also people that might have that and sell it to get a brand new house. Yeah, you know? totally. So it's like, I think beside the privilege, of course, to have like a place this magical, but. Also yeah, we, we also had to have that realistic to, conversation. It was like, was this house a good investment? Because like, there's a lot of shit we had we to fucking fix. Like, yeah, it's an old house. It's like driving a whole such an car, old house. You know, there's so we had to redo sprinkler systems. We had to redo the roof, you know, like, like the pool. I mean, there's. Yeah, just... yeah. Okay, I think we've like reached our time limit. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. It was lovely. You're lovely. You are a lovely person. I just want to also say that last week for a brand that Davide consults for, he shot Snoop Dogg. We don't need to. And there was a really funny photo of Davide, like BTS photo of Davide and Snoop Dogg. We should not include this in this interview. And I really want to put it on the internet. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> All right. We have to be awake and ready at 8 a.m., by the way, for our Christmas card photo and the content of your store and have a podcast at 10 tomorrow. To deal with other Okay, I love you guys. Ciao, guys. Buonanotte, buona giornata. Have a lovely rest of your week. If I'm not going to be on air before <laughs> the holiday time, have a wonderful holiday time, have a serene uh, end of the year, and talk soon. Bye. Ciao, guys. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.